0: But if we expect all of our leaders to be perfect human beings, we're missing the point. We're also missing an opportunity to mess up, to try, to learn, to get feedback, to ask questions, to listen to people around us, and actually to become, over time, a really, really good leader. Hi, and you just entered The Leadership Gym. I'm Randy Hall. I'm an executive coach and leadership consultant, and this is the place where we work on our ability to lead our team, lead our business, and yes, lead ourselves. If you are looking to improve your capabilities as a leader, you are in the right spot. And thank you for being here. Really glad you could make it today. Glad you're joining us for this episode of The Leadership Gym. One of the questions I consistently get as I coach leaders is how to give feedback that really makes a difference. So many leaders feel like they either have to sugarcoat everything they say or they end up making someone frustrated, angry, or defensive and that doesn't feel all that helpful. And Giving feedback that makes a difference is a key leadership skill so I want to be able to help. If you've ever been in the place where you would like to give feedback that was really helpful to someone, then I have a free video that will help you do just that. You can go to leadershipgym.com forward slash free dash leadership dash workout and you will find that video. It is one of our workouts that we're giving away free to help you learn how to deliver feedback that really makes a difference. You will also find the link to that free video workout in the show notes for this episode. And you can find these at leadershipgym.com forward slash eight. This is episode eight, so you can find it there too. Or if you want to learn more about leadershipgym.com in general, then go there, leadershipgym.com, and you will find the free video workout right there on our homepage. So you can take part in that video, walk away with some real tools that help you deliver feedback that makes a real difference. Okay, so I saw a meme the other day on social media and it was titled, 17 Hard Things That You Have To Do To Be A Great Leader. First of all, the title, my first thought was, Well, leadership doesn't sound all that fun if it's made up of all these hard things that you have to do or you just have to be bad at it. That doesn't seem like something I want to work toward or focus on or that I'll ever be really good at. So the title alone sort of caught my attention, but not in a good way. Here are the 17 things. I'm actually going to walk through them really quickly. Because I was so blown away by all of the things people expect out of leaders or think that they have to do well So I wanted to share them with you just as a starter for our conversation today So 17 hard things you have to do to be a great leader. You have to make the call You're afraid to make you have to get up earlier than you want to you have to give more than you get in return right away You have to care more about others than they care about you. You have to feel unsure and insecure when playing it safe seems smarter. You have to lead when no one else is following you yet. You have to invest in yourself even though no one else is. You have to grind out the details when it's easier to shrug them off. You have to deliver results when making excuses is an option you have to search for your own explanations even when you're told to accept the facts. You have to make mistakes and look like an idiot. You have to try and fail and try again. You have to run faster even though you're out of breath. You have to be kind to people who have been cruel to you. You have to meet deadlines that are unreasonable and deliver results that are unparalleled. You have to be accountable for your actions even when things go wrong. You have to keep moving towards where you want to be, no matter what's in front of you. Now, those are the 17 really hard things that you have to do to be a great leader. I'm not denying that anyone who is able to do those 17 really hard things won't make a great leader. I don't think that's an issue. If you're able to do all of those things, you're probably pretty good at lots of stuff. Certainly all the emotionally challenging stuff that comes with leadership. That's not the point. The point is, who does all those 17 things really well and really consistently and why do we expect people to have to do all those things in order to be a great leader? Our expectations for what makes a great leader have gone so far up, especially from people that have never led a team or just want to judge you from a distance even though they don't do these things well themselves, even if they are leading a team. And most of us don't get real good feedback around that. So we tend to think we're better leaders than we are. Saw a study not too long ago that was somewhere in the ballpark of 80% of managers thought they were pretty good or very good at their job, where uh, another study that I saw said about 20% of the people claim to have ever really worked for a great leader. The math does not work here, folks. 94% of us think we're above average drivers, by the way, so it doesn't work there either. But here's the situation that we want to think about. So first of all, leadership's really, really hard, and it's tough to do, and it doesn't feel good, and there's, there's no easy path to it, and you have to suffer a lot if you're going to be one. Oh, and by the way, you don't get any respect or gratitude or no one else around you is going to recognize it or thank you for it or anything. That's kind of what that meme said to me. Well, why would you do it? If you want to learn why to do it, or at least why I think it matters so much, you can go back to episode seven and check that out. It's an example of, of where great leadership makes a tremendous difference in the lives of the people that you interact with and also in the ones down the road that interact with them. But if we characterize leadership that way, that it's all these hard things that most humans can't do, and if you're superhuman, you can kind of get good at it, but it won't be easy and certainly is not fun. Who wants to lead? No one. And more importantly, who could ever get good at all of those things? Do you know anyone that does all of those things consistently and well? I don't. So let's start to take leadership out of this realm of a nearly impossible thing that almost no one can do, with these ridiculously high expectations for anyone that's on your team or around you or judging you or watching you of how perfect you have to be in order to lead well. That's insanity. Nobody does their job perfectly. There There is lots of trying and failing and I was glad they mentioned that in there, but that's true in any job. I mean, the, the stuff that was on this meme really just sounds like life in a lot of ways, not really leadership. It's just if you wanna be a A perfect human being do all of these things well. But if we expect all of our leaders to be perfect human beings, we're missing the point. We're also missing an opportunity to mess up, to try, to learn, to get feedback, to ask questions, to listen to people around us, and actually to become, over time, a really, really good leader that can make a huge difference for the people around us but not this superhuman individual that no one can become. There's just no amount of practice that gets you that good at all of those things. So what I'd like to do today is give you three things that if you're a brand new leader or you really feel like you've got a long way to go as a leader, and that may be most of you, it's certainly me, or if you are aspiring to leadership and want to know where to start, Or if you feel like your team is just not organized or executing in a way that is supporting the mission of the business or that things just feel a little bit shaky or out of control, I want you to come back to these three things and see if you can... Make them work for you. If they can serve for you as a foundation, a place to grow from, a place to start. Let's get three things done really well. Build some habits around them. Practice them. Try them. Learn to do them well. And then we build on these things. And these aren't easy, but it's not 17 really hard things. (laughs) It's three really hard things. And some of them are really, really simple, simple enough for you to execute, build habits around and practice. Okay, here's the first one. Learn what's important to people around you and make it important to you. It's kind of that simple. And a lot of leadership is relatively simple. We don't have to make it so insurmountable and difficult. Learn what's important to people on your team. Learn what's important to your peers. Sometimes we have to learn what's important to our boss and just make it important to us. Spend a little time thinking about it, considering it, figuring out how to help, asking good questions so that we can understand what people care about on our team. That really is our first step. We, we go into a full coaching model at the gym, and we'll touch on it here as well. And it is a five-step process, but the first one is figuring out what people want and where they want to go and where they're headed and what's important to them next. And this is that same thing, because if I know what's important to someone, I know what they care about, I know what they're interested in, I know what matters to them. And this doesn't mean to be a novel that they wrote for us. It can be a relatively short conversation or a series of them that start to give us this perspective about this human. And if I have that, I can begin to lead them. I can begin to support them in the direction they are moving because I know what that is. I I begin to help them see their destination more clearly and take steps toward it. I can do that for anyone if I have a clear picture of their destination destination, and a clear picture of the things they care most about. Now I may not care about those things and the tough part is caring about them when I really don't. Now I have to make some habits that help me do that. I may have to, to make a list of the things that are important to the people on my team and review it occasionally because I might not naturally care about those things. But I'm going to find a way to make them important enough to me that I'm able to work them into conversations, that I'm able to, to think about them in a deeper way and help people that are trying to get them done. It's a relatively easy thing to understand what, what someone else is interested in and support them toward it. A few years ago, my wife picked up the hobby, uh, the the endeavor, I don't know what you'd call it. For me, it just feels like torture. She calls it triathlons. <laughs> and she started working towards something, and that was important to her. It kind of kept her on track with her physical fitness and the way she was going about things. And I didn't know how to run a triathlon, You know, she always said, man, I had a little trouble with the run. And I always thought I had trouble with the signing up. So (laughs) the fact that you're having trouble with one of the events where you're taking action uh, is better than what I'm having trouble with because I'm not even started or headed in that direction. I don't know anything about all that stuff she does to train for one, prepare for one, be involved in one. But I ask questions and I say, how's it coming? And I go watch her compete and I celebrate with her when she feels like she did well. I watch her and I take an interest in it. We don't have to be an expert in the thing they're getting better at in order to help them make progress. So learn what's important to people and make it important to you. It's a really simple process if we commit to it. Okay, the second thing I want you to work on is to give specific positive feedback when people make progress. This is really important. And if you look at the way humans learn and how our brain works here, great job today. That was awesome. You're amazing. Uh, you're doing incredible work here. All those things feel good and have no value to continuous improved performance. And so all we want to do is make our feedback positive and specific in certain instances focus on their strengths now i mentioned the the free workout about how to deliver this feedback sometimes we have to deliver really tough feedback too but i want you to start and and you'll learn how in that video but i want you to start with this go catch people doing things well and tell them exactly what they are doing well. Hey, the way you handled that conversation uh, with that customer was really good. Hey, the way you tackled that project and dove in and tried some new things that you hadn't tried before, that mattered a lot. Hey, the way you showed up in that meeting, prepared for it, uh, it was clear you had thought about some things, ready to go and make us better in that short period of time we were gonna spend together, that made a difference for me. Hey, the way that you asked for feedback around that thing that you were working on, That's really important to me because it helps me give you feedback that is is supportive and better for you. Hey, the fact that you called me and asked those questions when you got stuck after you'd worked on it for a while, that was really important. One, it's important to press through, and two, it was important that when you got to a roadblock that was now stopping you uh, for more time than you wanted, you reached out for help. Nice work, right? I want to give feedback like that on things people do well, because that's how the brain learns. I'm able to build on things I already know how to do well with more things when I get specific feedback like that. We think that the falling off the bike is what helps us learn to ride the bike. It's really not. What helps us learn to ride the bike is what we do next after we fall off, and that's building on what we did that might have been working a little bit right before we fell off. Right? We had a little bit of momentum. We learn in incremental steps of moving forward. We don't just get the whole picture and go execute it well. We try a little bit, we fail a little bit, and the failures don't teach us. What we do next teaches us, or what we learn to do well teaches us. What we know is good that we can do more of teaches us. And as leaders, we can do that by helping people with that specific positive feedback when they make progress. And the third thing that I want to make sure that you do, and this is connected a little bit to, to the first couple, but I want you to think of it as separate, is focused on the future more than the past. We will get ourselves into a lot of trouble going back and talking about what didn't work, what was broken, what you didn't do right, what didn't work last week, and it has absolutely no value toward this week. I'm not saying ignore the past. I am not saying don't analyze things that you want to improve and look at the data you have so that you can improve. I am not saying that. I'm saying focus on the future more than the past. If you watch a lot of leaders, especially in the way they coach, in the way they work with people, in the way that they give feedback, in the way that they talk with others, it is often past focused. And that's not what we want to be. I want to work with people. Hey, what are you going to do different? What are you going to try next week? What do you want to learn more about? What what do you think might make a bigger difference for you here? What do you feel like would make this easier for you? If you learned a couple of things, what do you think you could streamline or do more effectively? Where are the gaps that you want to fill? Where's the contribution that you want to make? This is the kind of conversation I want to have with people because of what happens in their brain when they do it. Where they start to set goals for themselves, they start to have insights, they start to look at a different future. And then they begin immediately to piece together what that future could look like for them. And then we get to help them move toward it. And as we're doing that, we're also learning what's important to them in those conversations. These don't have to feel like separate skill sets. You can put these three things together and do them really, really consistently with a couple of key habits. Habits like asking questions. Habits like preparing for conversations first. Habits like reaching out to your team unannounced or unorganized and saying, hey, Here are some of the things that I think we can accomplish this week. I'd love your thoughts on what you're doing to get there or how I can help, right? Those are things that you can do habitually. And there's probably a hundred more that you can think of that you can do. If you were to sit down and spend the time and say, how do I do these three things more consistently for my team? Learn what's important to them and make it important to me. Give specific positive feedback when people make progress and focus on the future more than the past. Do those three things consistently and you are miles ahead of most managers and leaders. You are far further along in your leadership journey than others are. We do not have to make this 17 really hard, nearly impossible, and always willpower-requiring things. (laughs) We don't have to make it insurmountable. You do not have to climb mountains to lead. You just have to take a few steps to lead. And automatically, you will begin to see different kinds of behavior on your team. You will begin to feel differently about your ability and your capability as a leader just by doing those three things. Do those things, create habits around them, practice them every chance you get, and you'll be on your way to the next level of leadership. Hey, here's one other quick thought for you. If you like this podcast, if you're finding value in it, then please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and give us a five-star review. We would also love it if you leave any comments about the value you're finding. It helps us reach other leaders, and that helps them make a difference too. And that's why we are here. But we're relatively new here. And so any support or help that you can give us would be greatly appreciated. I would also love any comments or thoughts. You can leave them on our show notes page as well at leadershipgym.com forward slash eight. And I look forward to hearing from you. I appreciate any support you can give us along the way. And go try those three things. They'll make you a pretty good leader. So I'll see you next week. And until then, go make a difference.